Attention, gentlemen of distinction. Introducing NGBN.TV, the television network designed exclusively for men in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Your go-to destination for entertainment that speaks to you, inspires you, and celebrates the incredible journey of manhood. And here's the exciting news. NGBN.TV is coming to Roku, Apple TV, Amazon, and your favorite mobile devices. Whether you're a sports enthusiast, seeking self-improvement, or just looking for a good laugh, NGBN.TV has got you covered. Entertainment, inspiration, brotherhood. Coming soon to Roku, Apple TV, Amazon, and mobile devices. NGBN.TV, where men thrive. Hey guys, Brian Jodis back with another episode of Pick Up the Six Podcast. We're going to get right into it. Two awesome guests on the show today who I just spent uh, basically five days almost nonstop with, you know, some time apart, but pretty much nonstop with these two excellent guys. They've been on the show before. Before that, I'm going to give a shout out to two sponsors as we're talking because they were a huge part of the effort that we just did. And if you were following on social media at Brian Jodis, at Pick Up the Six, you got to see a lot of what the journeys across South Carolina were like last week, and that's why we're wrapping it up today. But two great sponsors that have helped this show out and helped us out a ton during our effort last week. One, One Nation Coffee, John Richards, Navy EOD veteran, veteran-owned company based out of Charleston, South Carolina. They sent us some fuel for the trip. Uh, they've been a great help to our show here. Go to OneNationCoffee.com. Use the code PUT6. Save 15% off of your order. Again, veteran-owned coffee company doing great stuff. They've got a great foundation where they give back as well. So thanks to those guys and our friends at Amino Vitals. You go to their website, use the same code, P-U-T-6. They make BCAAs, right, that help with action and recovery. And we sent a bunch of our guys that were part of our trip home with some of their stuff. And the good general who will join us in a moment was drinking it out on the road. and was like, wow, that actually helped me, which was pretty cool. So I've got Green Bray Lowell Coppert. Air Force General Ralph Jodis joining the show. Both been on multiple times. They've been on together. So no uh, no difference for these guys to join us again. And uh, good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Brian. Good evening. Great to be with you. And yeah, that uh, that recovery mix from Amino, after I did that 11-mile hike, within a half hour drinking that stuff, I was, uh, let's go. Let's go do Boom. 11, man. Boom. Boom. What's up? Coppert, how you doing, man? Good, man. Uh, thanks for having us back, uh, as usual. I mean... Uh, I think uh, everybody knows we're all family at this point, so this yeah. is kind of uh, nothing new, as you said. But uh, as as usual, as always, uh, glad to be here and um, can't wait to get uh, let the viewers know uh, about what we did and um, what we accomplished. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You look back at it a week ago. Today's Thursday. We're recording this uh, the 17th of November. Uh, it was a week ago. We we're already day into this effort. So here's the context for what we did. You guys have been listening along and, and know kind of what the journey is like. Again, go to the Instagram account at pick up the six. You can see all the content we are creating out in the field in real time. And we've got some post event documentary work to do, but we flipped a bunch of stuff live, but here's the Genesis. If you remember back to last March, right? March 22, our friend, Adam Cooper comes in from Arkansas hangs out in Aiken, South Carolina for a day, but spends 22 hours working out at the gym in Aiken. Lowell and 56 Brave sponsored that. 
helped him get to town, brought a ton of people out. And he was working out to raise awareness, raise some funds, and just keep the conversation going around veterans, help, mental health, suicide prevention, right? And so the genesis then becomes, all right, so what's next, right? What do we do next? What adventure awaits us next? And we formed a really cool partnership between Pick Up the Six, 56 Brave, and other great people like Adam Cooper, Never Quit Fit Dad 22 on Instagram. And Lowell got this idea of, you know what? Why don't we get some special operators? Why don't we get some military veterans and some patriotic Americans? And let's hike across South Carolina. Let's start at the North Carolina, South Carolina border. And let's go all the way to my hometown where we did that 22-hour workout in Aiken, South Carolina. Let's hike them there. Let's lead up to Veterans Day to do it. Let's end on Veterans Day. And let's continue to raise awareness, but let's also raise some funds to help some veteran service organizations. And that's what we did last Wednesday to Saturday. We started at the North Carolina, South Carolina border, nine o'clock Wednesday morning, had the whole crew there. We'll talk about who those guys were. And then we just legit hit the road and they just started marching. It was over 150 miles. We got them all the way down to Aiken. So we're going to talk about what that whole movement looked like. But Lowell, from your standpoint, man, to, to kind of rally around Adam a year ago, to have this next iteration, I didn't even say, why did I say 22? March 23, March 20, it was this past March to have this next yeah, iteration so, in November, man, just your, just your thoughts, man, just kind of putting this thing together. Yeah. So not, not very long ago, you know, uh, was that, uh, I'm not a mathematician, was that eight months, eight months. Less, you know, eight months. Yeah. So, so yeah. And, um, the, I think what's even more incredible than just, what we've done and what we've accomplished. But the, for me, it's been the, the bond uh, that some of this team has created. Um, you know, you and I met a few years ago when I Ray and I walked to the state house, obviously Ray and I worked together uh, years ago um, doing counterterrorism stuff for the government. And so we had a bond that was forged in combat um, in combat zones. Um, and so, you know, and I feel like, you know, this group is, is just as tight and, and none of us have pulled triggers together or any of that kind of thing. But we have, um, you know, through that, that service and that selfless service, we've created a, a, a an incredible bond. And, um, you know, and I'm, you know, the comment I made at the opening of this, uh, podcast was the, you know, the word family. And that's truly what I believe, you know, we, we are a family. Uh, some of the team just got to know each other. Um, some of the guys just came on board and, and I feel like they're already a part of that family that, that we've created. Um, so to me, that's the, the biggest takeaway, um, uh, with Adam, you know, I mean, he's just, he's a phenomenal guy, uh, very humble, uh, pretty much like most of the team that we had, um, just, just showing up and doing things for others. And, and I think that is, um, you know, for me, I think that's the the big unique aspect of this and what kind of defines each part of this team as an individual when you separate all these guys out on their own. And, and obviously for this event, you know, I, I hand-selected the team um, and I'm very proud of that. But, um, you know, when you separate all these guys out as individuals and what they're doing, you know, selfless service is the first thing that comes to mind. You know, these guys are doing amazing things in their own lives and, and it's all about serving other folks. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of that going on in our community. There's a lot of it going on around the world. Um, and I just, 
you know, I, I unfortunately it doesn't get the recognition on a day-to-day basis yeah. that it deserves. And I That's think right. a lot, it's, it's going on a lot more than people know. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really cool to, to be a part of highlighting it and, and being able to, to highlight these, these guys. Cause you know, essentially we highlighted an, an effort that we did collectively. Um, but for me, like, I, I can't honestly, I mean, I, I got to the privilege and it's the same way here with the veterans council. I, I have the privilege a lot of times, and I'm sure, you know, the general would, uh, would echo these thoughts as, as the leader, or the, the team leader, or, you know, the focal point of the leadership, you get to a lot of times, uh, credit gets passed on to you for what the team's doing. And so for me, yeah, I was kind of like the in facto team leader as I built this idea for what we did. Um, but I got to spend my week bragging about my teammates and yeah. I, and I still am here and I, and it's, and it's, a hundred percent true. You know, um, I just fortunately enough was able to be a part of this team. And, you know, the, the backstory of us speaking at the school on Friday along that walk, you know, and I joked yeah. with your dad, you know, about, you know, like, uh, little do these people know that there's a three-star general and they got some staff sergeant, you know, like talking to them, like, you know, the jokes on them. But, um, and, and to be honest, like I truly felt that way, you know, with, with the guys that were sitting there, um, it was really cool to be able to speak to the kids, but for me, it was an honor to speak in front of guys that, you know, I hold in high regard, you know, the, yeah. the fact that when I look over my left shoulder at the people that are sitting next to me and, and I'm the one that gets to speak. And then I look at the guys there and I think, man, if, if I were putting a program together, I'd have been the last guy I would have chose. I'd have chose every single one of them and every day of the week, twice on Sunday. So, yeah. So the effort we dubbed enough, right? The campaign is called enough. Uh, link in the show notes and on this uh, show page to go see what we were doing. We've got a GoFundMe effort behind it because we not only want to raise awareness and talk and have a continued conversation around our veterans and the care that they're getting and oftentimes the care that they're not. But we also want to raise some, some cold, hard cash, man, to give to some great organizations like our partners, Brothers Keeper, Veteran Foundation, and then some local efforts in the area as well. So you guys can check it out there. And the whole message was, one, as a group, right, this this hand-selected group that Lowell put together, Green Berets, Navy SEALs, Marine Veteran, Major General Tom Mulliken, Lieutenant General Ralph Jodas, the, the thought was this group has had enough, right? You, you've got years and years, I mean, really going all the way back to Vietnam when those brothers-in-arms came home and were never given the welcome they should have been. And then you look at 20-plus years of what that global war on terror has looked like. And we see far too many brothers and sisters in arms that are falling by the wayside that come home with wounds that maybe you can't see. So the message was one, this group and extended members of this community have had enough, enough waiting, enough broken promises to our warriors, but also a larger message around you are enough. You veteran are enough. You listening are enough. And that, that really resonated as we went out on the course, which then again, Wednesday morning, basically all the way to Saturday, the rains came in just on time for us to wrap up in Aiken. So that worked out well. So when you're building this team out, right, you got great friends, right? Uh, uh, Green Berets, guys that you know and have served with, and then friends sort of in that community, SEALs. Uh, so could you introduce us, Lowell, introduce us to the team, and then I want General to come in and, and talk about sort of coming in and getting to be a part of it. So let's kind of recap who was, who was part of this kind of unit that was moving throughout the week. Okay, so we'll we'll start at the top as far as kind of the the rank structure and work our way down. Obviously, we had 
your father, Lieutenant General Ralph Jodis, U.S. Army Air Force, or U.S. Army, U.S. United States Air Force. Uh, well, take, it, take, yeah, us, yeah, take us back, right. take us back <laughs> to the Great Wars. Yeah. They rolled yeah. together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. I gave, just gave a promotion to the Army. You're welcome. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there was a lot of, by the way, there was a lot of that, those kind of comments uh, throughout the course of the week, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, decorated fighter pilot. We're stoked to have him. Then we had uh major general from the South Carolina state guard and uh former, uh, high ranking army officer, uh, major general Tom Mulliken. Um, obviously that one's near and dear to me because, uh, yeah. I consider Tom, um, not just a great friend, but I consider him a mentor. I've traveled the world with him and, I've done a lot of different things with him. Uh, just a phenomenal leader, just like everybody else that's a part of this. But that one, um, you know, a little bit more near and dear to the heart because um, I do consider Tom, you know, family on a, on a lot of levels. Um, and then uh, from the Army, uh, myself, obviously, former Green Beret. And then former Green Berets, Chris Cathers, um, CEO and president and founder of Brothers Keeper Veteran Foundation. And then Rob Vaughn, um, former Green Beret as well and board member of Brothers Keeper Veterans Foundation. Uh, from the Navy, we had uh, Navy SEALs Ray Care, who I served with um, in the uh, the contracting realm, and then uh, his swim buddy, uh, Ronnie Garcia, who I just got a chance to meet, and the team just got a chance yeah, to he meet. He was awesome. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Uh, both of them showed up, both physically fit, um, both doing great things. Um you know, still to this day after they've after they've hung up their uniform and then uh, representing the Marine Corps, uh, Adam Cooper, uh, easily the fittest guy of the Bro. team. He <laughs> is an absolute. Oh my God, he's beast. a beast. He's such a beast. Um, T-shirt yeah. tucked in, high and tight, like arms behind his back. Like he, when you're like pick the yeah. marine, pick the I marine mean, in the group. It's like bingo, got him. <laughs> yeah, and just just um, one of the things I love about Adam too is he's he's just so plug and play. You know, it's just, I mean, I'm like, Hey man, I need you to stand in this, in this bucket of water. You know, it's freezing cold. I mean, you could just come up with anything and he's like, okay. He's like, sure. Do I need to bring my own bucket? I brought my own bucket. If you want me to do that. He's just, uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. I served with his brother. Yeah. His brother's uh, amazing. Uh, in a prior capacity. He was a former green beret as well. And, um, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that, that God works in mysterious ways, Adam, you know, was looking to do something earlier in the year and, um, you know, through the graciousness of the positive side of social media, we were able to link up through his brother and that's, that's how, right. that's how we met. And then, you know, as they say, the rest is history. So, so that is, um, you know, that that's the team as a whole, you know, we started out trying to reach some other folks and, and that didn't work out. And, um, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason. And I think, um, you know, we're fortunate that we got the guys that we got and, um, and I'm, I'm glad that it worked out exactly how yeah. it did. Yeah. You know, um, everything happens for a reason. We got the right guys at the right time doing the right stuff. Um, and, uh, couldn't be, couldn't be happier for how things went. Um, you know, obviously this was a kind of a proof of concept for us and I was doing a lot of the lifting and logistics on my own. <laughs> um, yeah. I will, I will take some hits on getting a little behind the power curve on a lot of the stuff that, you know, it was a lot. I mean, moving, moving eight guys across an entire state, 170 miles, um, kind of on our own. Uh, a lot of times just kind of with the, 
you know, the special operations ambiguity kind of mindset of, you know, hey, we'll figure it out. Oh, that didn't work. All right. Well, hey, we'll, we'll yeah. figure it out. Like we that happened, that happened, that happened multiple times as we're kind of on the road, just having, all right, recheck where are we at? Where's this guy at? What do we have to get to next? We have a bunch of movements. Dad, for you, let's have some fun first. But I, I want to talk seriously about why you want to be a part of this. Uh, you walk up to Stardex. It's that Wednesday morning. And these five dudes just come walking out <laughs> big tatted beards. I mean, it's like the general had his own security detail there. It was pretty incredible. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, having followed, uh, Lowell's, uh, exploits, I'll, I'll say, but his, his caring and his missions that he's accomplished over the last few years from getting that Vietnam Memorial, uh, moved, you know, raising that awareness, uh, hiking those, uh, rucking those 53 miles. If I remember that's, if that's a number, mm -hmm. right. Uh, follow that of course, uh, through, through pick up the six. And then of course the 22 hour, uh, stuff earlier in the year, um, and things. So yeah, when we had the opportunity to meet these guys in person there, uh, that morning outside that, uh, that little church, new hope, or if I remember that right. And, uh, and right away, very felt very, very welcome. Uh, and, uh, and was glad to be part of that team and, and get ready to get rolling and get ready to get walking on down the road. Yeah. And that's what we did. It was Lowell, uh, general Mulliken, general Jodas took the first leg and look, they just, right. I mean, it just, you start making your way down guys. I mean, really a couple, there's a couple of, there's probably a lot, right. We could unpack for hours, all the different stuff we did that week. We don't need to go through all that. Just a couple things that sort of jump out to me. One the, the love and care from the local communities as we're making our way on this journey to Aiken, I'm not surprised by any stretch, right? You're walking through rural South Carolina. You're expecting to see incredible Americans. But the, the love and care from the state troopers, right? The deputy sheriffs that were were guarding you guys with their vehicles, right? For Through those first two full days, outstanding, right? These guys, yeah. you guys yeah, had hard sure. work to do to walk 10 miles. But in all seriousness, man, Imagine driving 10 miles at the pit, right? Right behind three, you. three miles an hour. At three miles an hour. Those guys put the I would work rather in walk than, right? than have had their job. So one of the, one of the things to touch on too is just so uh you know, I said everything happens for a reason. And and as we as I planned this, you know, I'm I'm the one that chose the route and I chose it because um it was advantageous to where we were going. It kind of took us through the heart of South Carolina. Um, and it was somewhat of a straight shot and it was, it was rural. Um, but just the, the little things that you don't plan for that just kind of roll in. And I didn't even think about this until Ralph just said this, but, you know, I picked the closest point to the North Carolina border that I could, which was that, was that church. And of all things, it's the name of the church is new hope. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, Middlebrook or like something Creek or something. It's new hope. United Methodist Church, you know, and I mean, like those, those three words, new hope and united. And here you have a guy, like a group of guys that came in from all over the country, Virginia yeah. beach, Pennsylvania, Arkansas, you know, South, like, you know, South Carolina. And, you know, so it's just those little things. And then, you know, the back of our shirt said, and there's not a whole lot of pics of that um, because a lot of it is, you know, pics of us from the front, but the back of the shirt said, I got your six. I got, I got plenty in the archives too. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. And so, you know, knowing that yeah. while we were out there getting their six law enforcement, who does our job here, 
boots on ground while we are fighting wars and, and deployed somewhere else in somebody else's backyard, they had our six. So that definitely a lot of those little nuances as you kind of take a step back and just kind of look at everything. And I, and I got a chance to do that. And that was the cool part about it. Like waiting for the guys to high five with me and stuff like that. And just kind of getting to sit back for a second and see from that kind of, you know, that overview, you know, somewhat what I'm sure the general has experienced throughout his military career. Like you set a plan in motion and then you get to kind of see how it all plays out from the yeah. leadership position. And it was, it was really cool just to see the guys step up and, and perform. And I knew they would, I mean, these guys, these are the, like I said before, these are the guys that America calls on when we're in our darkest hour. And that's the reason that they were chosen. You know, yep. Yep. we've got people in their darkest hour and and these were the guys that needed to answer the call. Dad, you know, one thing that is obviously incredible and I'll take with me for the rest of my days is you and I get to experience this entire thing together, which just Lowell, thank you for that, right? What a great blessing for us as father and son to be able to do this thing together and for that extended amount of time. What was also amazing about it, and I was just thinking about this early, is we got dad, you we got a front row seat for literally this entire thing, right? So pick up the six is documenting the whole thing, but that means you and I in the truck are leapfrogging these guys the entire way. We saw every moment of this movement, which was pretty incredible. Tell me about the lady that we meet first after that first stop, who, when it's lunchtime, came out to support us. You're talking to, uh, at the little cafe yep. there. Yeah. So that, that morning, that was, uh, I'm was talking, first... I'm talking day one. Oh, lunch yeah. getting done. Ray's getting ready to go. It's about lunchtime. That first woman that we met. Yeah. So, uh, she was just, oh yes. Um, in that, in that little town. Yep. So yeah, you know, party, obviously park a lot. Yeah, so obviously the uh, these guys are standing out. You know, they've got the they attract the a big, little bit of attention. Yes, right, right. Not only are they big, but the ruck was pretty big. Now it wasn't very heavy, but that was okay. Well, hold on, hold, the point. listen. Some things are best left behind. Uh, all right, all right. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it had to be at least two hundred pounds. Of had to be. If it, if it was, it was two hundred. If it was a pound. And, yeah. and the but top a of massive flag, American flag on top. Right. And, and the top of that flag is probably standing ten or twelve feet up in the air. It's right. Awesome. And Lowell designed it that way on purpose. So when people see that, they go, these guys are doing something. So this woman comes out of the little local gas station and she says, what are you guys doing? They proceed to tell her what, what she's doing. She says, have you guys had lunch yet? And I said, no, we haven't had lunch. We're going to get something here in a bit. We we're waiting to swap out with the guys. And we were a little bit ahead of time. She goes, I'll be right back. She goes, oh, goes, finds an ATM, comes back with, I don't remember how much she gave us. I'm not, it, it's immaterial. She goes to the ATM machine, gives us money for lunch. Um, and talks about uh, how, how grateful she is for what we're doing and, and why this is important, how grateful she is for what our military women and men have done and what they will continue to do. Um, she talks about her family, and I don't remember if it was her grandfather, but she had a, a relative. Uh, I, th I, think her, I think her father was a Marine, if I yeah, remember. Yeah, I think it was her dad. Yeah, yeah her dad yep. was a Marine. And so she just had nothing but great things. But that graciousness – and you already you guys already touched on it. We as that as we saw that throughout the entire right. state was was there. You know, people would come out and they they give us water. Uh, truck stopped and gave us water. Right, uh, we got breakfast sandwiches that one morning outside that little cafe on the sec right. on the second day. 
Brian's got on that awesome Johnson's transmission T-shirt, right? That uh, log, off, log off South Carolina in the house, <laughs> right? And a guy comes out of his transmission shop and throws the T-shirt. Just I gave it to Ray. That. He's like, "Whatever you're doing, just take my shirt, please." Like, just literally yeah. gave him the shirt off his back. I'm wearing it. It's a little stinky, but it's fine. People, people beeping their horn, you know, thumbs up out the window, and all, all, all that kind of stuff. And I got to tell you, uh, three different times this week, I've told that story about the graciousness of the people. Um, first at uh, Roots for Boots and Roots for Boots is a local uh, nonprofit uh, grassroots veterans uh, organization here that my good friend and Brian's friend, Christy Lucas, runs. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, Judy and I, my wife and I deliver food for them once a month on a Tuesday afternoon. And that same Tuesday, she has veterans come in. She's up to 190 veterans. Now, I'm, I'm getting off topic here. Uh, which is a new record, but before there, uh, by the way, this isn't, co this isn't coffee in case you guys are wondering. Yeah. Um, she has a little bit of a pep rally before they get ready to start dishing out the food. And the chaplain says something. And I said, Hey, Christy, can I tell you it's a little story just because they, they're willing to support veterans. You know, and I told about the enough I had on my enough t-shirt, you know, and mentioned it. And then I had Rotary that day, and you know I'm a member of our Rotary Club. I did the same thing, you know. And, and then uh, again at uh, that same night, um, I was at our friends' Italy club and uh, and told the same story. So the graciousness of the people, uh, you know, just when we think the world's going to shit, uh, we find that there is a lot of goodness, as Lowell already said, and good people out there that are willing to provide that support. And then. Uh, I'll, I'll save, uh, you'll probably get to veterans. Yep. I'll save yep. some comments about that here. We will, we will get there. Lowell, let me do this first. Cause I want you to tell us, uh, about Friday, right. Speaking at the school and our incredible special guest at medicine Columbia. Right. But before that, I got to give, look, all these guys get a ton of praise, right? Every single one of these guys, Ray, Ronnie, Adam, Rob, amazing. Rob almost broke my hand off multiple times. when I shook his hand. I mean, that dude is, <laughs> but like the sweetest guy, but that bro. I mean, this guy, Rob Vaughn, wow. Real deal, man. Real deal. Uh, I mean, I heard some stories about him that they're his stories to share, but just like what a class act. This guy, Chris Cathers from Brothers Keeper Veteran Foundation. Okay. Chris looks scary as shit. He's big as hell. He's tatted up. He's got a massive beard and he's got a service dog that looks scary too, but is a sweet dog, but you know, a, a great A service dog. Incredible. Chris is battling stage four bone cancer. Has part of his lung removed. I mean, he is battle bruised and his body has been ravaged by cancer. He got out there with his buddy and his friend who we went through the Q course together to become a Green Beret 30 years ago. And he humped out seven miles that must have had him in excruciating pain and didn't complain about it for a second and just got after it. I mean, Lowell, his, that guy's determination and his partnership in this, I don't think can be understated. No, and, and I'm glad that you touched on it because to me, um, and I, I talked to somebody about this literally yesterday, and I said, you know, of, of all the stuff that happened, you know, we made national news, we raised close to $25,000, you know, we, you know, we shook a lot of hands along the walk, you know, a lot of cars beeping horns and that kind of stuff. We raised, you know, we kind of unified a community, and uh, as far as a community, I mean, like, across the state, you know, and across the country. I mean, we had money pouring in from, from all over. People we've never, people um, we've never met or will never meet. Right. Saw exactly. you guys on TV and threw tons of money in there. But going back to that, you know, new hope United church stuff that you don't plan for things that are just, 
they're just beautiful to catch in that moment. You know, like when you look at like the, you know, the prizes that are given out for photography and stuff like that, just being, you know, you've heard me a number of times, like people talk about the stuff that I've done and, you know, uh, my military career and things that I've done with the other organizations and stuff like that. And I, and I truly, I mean, this is 100% when I say I've just always been in the right place at the right time. And, and I mean, and I honestly believe that it's not due to any impressiveness on my part. It's just, you know, I've had the fortunate, um, instance of just being in the right place at the right time a lot of times. And I had not known that it had occurred because I was up the road waiting to tag with Rob and Chris. But as I started walking, you know, we start getting the updates on our, on our social media feeds and stuff like that. And I was out there at that leg was the leg that I was out there just by myself. And, um, and so I'm just kind of walking, you know, I got the, the um, sheriff deputy behind me, but it's just, you know, me out there in solitude, which um, thoroughly enjoyed, you know, there's, um, you know, something to be said about having some, having that time to yourself to just reflect. Yeah, and, right. and as I'm doing that, I pull up this video and I mean, I mean, it's it still, I mean, I've listened to this song probably 30 times in the gym this past week because like, you know, I, I praise what you do for us and the, the capturing all of this because, um, you know, if, if we don't capture all this, it's lost. And it's, you know, you people don't even know that you did it, really. But uh, your ability to capture stuff at times um, is just unbelievable. And I know that you're, you're going to go on to do way bigger things than anything that we've accomplished so far. And I, I can't wait to watch that. And I'm sure your dad feels the same way. But this video pops up on my feed and I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks and it's, you know, it's this guy in, in BDU bottoms, you know, he's in a pair of multi-cam pants and he's got his arm up in the air at the beginning of the video. And I realized why he's got his arm up in the air and it's because he's waving at a, a tractor trailer that's just driven by him and, and is blowing the horn and, you know, support like a solitude of yeah, Hey man, you know, go kick ass. And here he is with a service dog and this guy's limping this entire time. And it's a, it's, it's not a, just a little, oh, you know, I just kind of twisted my ankle and I'm trying to walk it off. I mean, it is a significant limp. Like this dude is, you know, in, in some pain. And then, you know, in front of him is this hawking frame of a man uh, with a rucksack and a flag on him. And, and it is set to. Uh, it's, it's Gavin DeGraw and need to breathe. The, let me just read the lines that just hit as you're listening to this. And if you've never heard this song, uh, you know, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, I would say pause right now and go listen to this song and then come back to the rest of this pod pack, podcast. But it says, uh, it starts off with ramblers in the wilderness. We can't find what we need. Get a little restless from the searching. Get a little worn down in between. Like a bull chasing the matador as the man left to his own schemes. Everybody needs someone beside him, like a lighthouse beside him, shining like a lighthouse from the sea. 
And it was those words. Everybody needs someone beside them, shining like a lighthouse from the sea. Brother, let me be your shelter. I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you all alone. And so, you know, I'm, I'm hearing those words, but I know the context of what I'm watching. And that is I'm watching. Excuse me. Mm. I'm watching one of my brothers, a fellow Green Beret, who's battling <clears throat> stage four bone cancer, limping down the road with his service dog. <clears throat> and those those words, you know, I'll never leave you alone. He's following his brother, mm-hmm. uh, who is Rob, who he received his beret with 30 years ago. And he's just out there because not because Chris has anything to prove or even that him walking is going to raise even that much more money. You know, he's out there because his brother's out there and he believes in it and he wants to be there with him. And like I said before, like I think any of our family members would have been out there with us. And and this isn't a knock on any, any one of us, our family members, our wives, our you know spouses, our brothers, our sisters, our parents, but none of them were, you know, Chris was there. And he had Rob's back. And and I know from Rob's standpoint, because I've, I dealt with it with Ray when we walked to the Vietnam Memorial, Ray showed up with a fractured foot. And, and I did my damnedest to leave Ray behind on numerous occasions because I was worried about his foot. And You don't have to keep going, to man. Him. You don't have to keep going. I can take it from here. Like, I got it. You can just yeah, stop. Exactly. And he bitched at me every time because he was like, you know, you're not going to be out here by yourself. I'm right here beside you. And so, you know, and and here I am, I'm walking down the road all by myself, you know, with this deputy um, and I'm watching this and I mean, it just, I mean, it was, I mean, talk about an impact. And I know a number of people that, that watched that video that were like, wow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's just one of those things where as I'm hearing them say that, you know, I feel fortunate enough as, as they see it, like, yeah, man, that's, that's impactful. But unfortunately for you, you have no clue how impactful it is because you don't know what you're actually watching. You don't know the backstory of it, uh, how truly powerful that video is. I mean, when I saw it, I mean, I was thinking like some of the some of the things that I've seen in the course of my lifetime, you know, on magazine covers like Time and CNN Heroes and things like that. And I'm watching this and I'm just thinking, here is somebody who potentially may not be with us next year if we do this again, but he's out here with us because he wants to be. And no matter what, he's like, yeah, man, like, no, you're not doing it without me, number one. And number two, I'll be damned if I'm sitting on the sidelines because he's never lived his life that way. And so it was just, I mean, it was it was remarkable. Um, and it, like I said before, you know, going back to the school, like it's been humbling, you know, to say the least. Um, it's, it was an honor for me to have all of these guys Roger up when I reached out. Um, but it was very humbling to spend my week amongst these men. You know, like I said, you know, I posted on social media today. If, if ever they tell my story, let them say I've walked amongst giants. And I truly have. Um, and I've been fortunate of, you know, it's not just been this one time. It's been many times. And um, it's definitely not something that's lost on me for sure. But um yeah. If if one instance, one one phone capture, uh, one picture, one small video summed up the entire event, I would say for me it was that three minutes 
or two minutes, whatever it was of video to me, that summed up that, that one little segment said more about everything that we were trying to accomplish than anything I could ever sit down and say, sit down and write. Uh, I mean, it just, it, it was, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it literally was like uh, just a once in a lifetime capture. Shout out to Need to Breathe, Gavin DeGraw. Brothers, the name of the song. You guys have heard it before, likely. We also just played it here on the show. I, I saw that moment happen. I po- went to post the reel, and I thought there's one there's one song that wraps these two guys up. Rob looks back over his shoulder at him in it. Like, yeah, I'm with you, man. And I'd never heard that song. That's yeah, great. So when I it's, heard it, I was great. like, yeah. I was like, un- like, where did this come from? Yeah. I mean, it was just, I mean, like, literally, I'm not going to lie, like, uh there wasn't dry eyes during that as i watched that it i mean it it hit it hit yeah, hard man. we can tell we can tell by hearing you tell the story let's do this with the time we have right because we could do this all night um uh shout out to state representative uh celeste davis right she was the state rep who months ago if you guys remember and we'll show it uh as well i'll post a link to it on the show page she read our message on the uh, state floor in south carolina Uh, She got all of her colleagues, both sides of the aisle from the South Carolina state house and state Senate to sign an American flag, which then we carried in that rucksack every step of the way. We showed up on the state house steps on Friday after going to that school, Aiken intermediate school where you got to speak and everybody got to be there. Awesome experience to talk to those kids and for the general, we could talk to them about G forces and like, we just, we had a great time there, but we go back to Columbia. This is part of the logistics, right? Where we're moving all over the place. We go back to Columbia. We get to walk with her, uh, around, uh, the state Capitol. She carries that flag with her. So just a real shout out to her for championing what we were doing and just being a huge part of what we did. That's what Friday looks like. We put the boys back on the road, right? They kept rolling from Columbia back to Aiken walking, got to see an amazing uh, veterans memorial that Adam and Rob got to stop at and, and stop there. And then Saturday in Aiken, we got to be a part of a really incredible veterans day event uh, where dad, you got to speak. And so, which is in just, I know it's a lot to get to, but just in a couple minutes, can you talk a little bit about what that message was to that group on veterans day in Aiken in an area where we've got 20,000 veterans that has just showed up and showed out nonstop for the, the things we've been working on. I was really honored and privileged that Lowell asked me uh, and was willing to let me speak at that event, no matter how many people were going to be there. And we had to move it inside because of the weather, but uh, that didn't dampen anything at all. And, and I have, and I came up with this topic, I don't know, three or so years ago, um, when uh, I was asked to speak at a Veterans Day event here in our town of Hanover at one of the local high schools. And I came up with these attributes of service because um, I got thinking, well, what, you know, because people always say to us, thank you for your service. So we even say it to another veteran or we even say it maybe to a first responder, you know, thank you for your service. Well, what does that, what does that mean? Um, and so I wanted to kind of define it a little bit. And I have, so I have these seven attributes um, and to speak to the veterans that were there about it, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and so anyway, the, the seven of them are, uh, dedication to a purpose. Sounds pretty familiar to, uh, the pick, one of the pick up the six, uh, core values. So dedication to a purpose. Um, I also call that focus on the mission, um, commitment to excellence. And it's not about being, uh, being perfect. It's about doing your best, which is what my parents always told me. It's, uh, uh, di- discipline and it's a discipline to see a task through to completion whether it's a short task, like moving across the state like we did, 
or it's a big longer task that'll take a long, long, long time and might not ever end. And that's keeping that awareness spotlight on veteran mental health issues. Uh, then there's courage. And anytime you sacrifice, it takes courage to step outside of yourself. Uh, and then there's, uh, after that is loyalty. And Lowell already touched on it here as, as, as our team, where no one member of the team is more important than anybody else, but it's a loyalty to the people that you serve with, and it's a loyalty to the unit that you serve in, the organization, whatever that might be. And we've all been in units like that and require that loyalty. Um, then there's fortitude, and it's uh, the fortitude to endure hardships, and they are both physical and mental. Um, and how you work through those things in both a physical and a mental uh, perspective to be able to have uh, endure those hardships. And then this one is last, but it's not the least important. I think it's the most important of why we serve and why we need to continue to serve. And that is compassion and compassion for our fellow human being. So to talk to those veterans about that, to use it a little bit in the past tense, but then in the end to turn that around to go, okay, guys, here's our call to action. We need to continue to apply those seven attributes to wherever we can and whatever we might need to be able to do um, in and around our local communities, whether it's in another veteran organization, whether it's in another service organization like Rotary, Kiwanis, Lions. Maybe you should consider running for office and raising your right hand in another, in another way, shape or form. And then when that was all done, to have those veterans and their spouses to come up and talk to me about some of those things and to exchange um, some uh, handshakes and hugs and even a few tears. It was just a, an incredible experience. I was just so grateful, Lowell, for having that opportunity. Um, and like Brian said, that time that he and I got to spend together, but leaving there and going home, just feeling fulfilled uh, that we are making an impact, we'll continue to make an impact, very excited about it. And if you guys have me back, I'm excited to do whatever is next to mm -hmm. continue to continue oh, to work on, on these things. Don't you worry about that. There's more. Oh, to come. I know. <laughs> there's more to come. That's for damn sure. <laughs> those more, wheels, I guess, yeah. See those few, wheels are still turning. We're, we're racking our brains right now. That's right. Yeah. A few more shout outs to give out before we wrap it up. And we'll, uh, I doubt this will be the last time we talk about this. I'm sure we'll, we'll do more. Uh, Second Street Distilling in Augusta, Georgia. Second hosted, City. Second City. Second City Distilling. Hosted us on Saturday night for our after part for our sort of rally party. Outstanding, great bands there. Uh, pot smoker barbecue, right? Food truck outside. They named a sandwich after our effort called the Enough, which is pretty good because once you eat it, you've had enough. That was phenomenal. So shout out to those guys. And then, Lowell, remind me the the place we went to for the after party where I was breaking out some pretty slick dance moves because uh, I can't remember uh, I their about, name, but that, that was our that. that was our third helper that night. I wouldn't share those with your mother. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that any dance moves were, uh, I mean, I, I recall going somewhere afterwards, but I don't recall any, um, yeah, fair. Good. I like that. any I like incredible it. dance. It's a good moves alibi. Oh, okay. But yes, that was the loft That's Augusta, right. um, owned by a good buddy of mine, Adrian Estrada, former army, um, veteran. So yeah, yeah we Brian were, definitely, Brian definitely had a good time though. Had a great time. Listen, man, it was, it was a no lot. Doubt. I told everybody, if we, if I told the crowd, everyone would have said Brian had a great time. Bro, that was a long four days. I was busting my ass getting all that footage. I told Coop, he's like, man, you've been working hard. You got to be tired. I'm like, yeah, I'm cutting loose tonight though, a little bit. You have to, man. You got to yeah. have some fun at the yeah, end of the long journey. You got to have some fun after I the long journey. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I Good. mean, Perfect. I got an ab workout laughing my ass off. <laughs> That's the beauty of all this. It was a it was a phenomenal time. 
uh, it was super fun, very rewarding. Uh, fulfillment cup is is runneth over, uh, but it was tough, right? There's tough things we had to deal with along the way, things we had to figure out, but also just to yeah. see everybody rally together and to see folks come from just you know similar backgrounds but very different, right? To see uh, Navy SEAL General spend 11 miles walking down the road, getting to know each other over three hours. To yeah, see we didn't, we never, we never, stopped. there was never, we, there was never. Right. More than ten seconds without us saying right. something. We talked about everything from right. from family and raising children to his experiences, my experiences, all uh, everything. It was, it was nonstop for the three yeah. hours, and it was and it was awesome. It was incredible yep. uh, to see and, to see Rob and Chris reunited again. To see you and Lowell or Lowell and Ray reunited again after those fifty three miles. And just to see everybody to come together, right? To see Adam put that ruck on and just start sprinting up the road, sprint like <laughs> running. Everybody else is He's running. running. He just starts running up the road. Uh, all that is just uh, incredible moments. Again, go to the Pick Up the Six Instagram. There's tons of content. That brother, let me be your shelter video is on there. There's also just a lot of other stuff we created. And we'll continue to pull more moments out from this to show you guys what it was like because we're just getting started. This conversation has to keep going. Well, right, we're, we're not done here. This is the next phase in this conversation of, of enough. Yeah, so we're we're actually planning two events right now. So, um, you know, we'll touch on those. But looks like uh, Brothers Keeper is going to be doing something for Mardi Gras right back here in the CSRA, which is uh, over in Augusta. But it'll it'll Aiken will be involved in it. And then um, Adam and I just started throwing around some ideas for another twenty two hour workout. And I think we're um, anyone that hears this and, and knows of somebody, we're going to try and get somebody to a, a metal fabricator to the fab us up like a giant torch, okay. uh, something like, you know, like statue of Liberty ish kind of thing. Uh, and we're going to push that around a one mile track for 22 hours. Let's go, baby. Um, Let's go. So, <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Great exactly. scenery. So, That's going to make for great f- continuous footage, but I yeah, love the so, idea. I love you know, it. Yep. And any opportunity we get to thrash ourselves. I mean, yep. a lot of people probably think we're insane. Um, well, I mean, they're not wrong but, really, uh, but that's fine. Yeah. But I mean, you got you got to be wired a little different to uh, <laughs> to do some of the things that we've been asked to do, and and that's the country we live in. You know, that's the amazing thing. That's what makes us different than everybody else is. Yep. You know, we have people that um, you know will 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 suffer a little um, for everyone else. That's you know, right. so that's right. Willing, willing to do a little bit more. So, yep the uh, the GoFundMe is still active. It's called Enough. Uh, link on the show page here in the show notes. You can go support our efforts and by watching the content we created and sharing it, it only helps us spread this message even further to reach more people and to continually remind those that maybe are feeling something or going through something or or considering doing the one thing we can undo. Stop. You are enough. We got your six. That's what this effort was there to show. Guys, been an absolute uh, pleasure. It's like we're back on the road together again. Yeah, let's roll. Time. Yeah, appreciate let's you. Let's roll. All right. See you. That's Green Bray, Lowell Coppert, Lieutenant General Ralph J. Jodis. I'm Brian Jodis. That's been this episode of Pick Up the Six Podcast. <laughs>